Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Data Blitz podcast. Uh, this is going to be the daily fantasy episode. Um, we're going to cover a couple of fun games to look forward to this week. Um, and then starts and sits, some value plays. And uh, beyond that, we will jump into a couple stacks that we can cover um, for some good plays this week. Um, so I guess we can just jump right in. Uh, there's not much news to recap this week. Again, like last week, there was a bunch of guys on IR, uh, that led to a bunch of upside this week. There's not really that, um, there's a couple situations where we have some guys that have stepped into bigger roles, but we could just cover that as we go, if we go over them. Um, so let's, let's jump into the game breakdowns here. Um, so the first game that I'm the most excited for, uh, just from a daily fantasy perspective is the Jags at the Steelers. Um, this game has a potential to be kind of a shootout. It looks like it might be a little bit rainy, uh, 54 degrees with four mile an hour winds. Doesn't look like enough to actually, those weather conditions shouldn't impact anything. Um... I think this is a game where both teams have pretty good offenses. Uh, Pittsburgh, you know, they might have a better defense than offense. Uh, Kenny Pickett isn't the best, but they do have good receivers. Najee is always um, fine, I guess. I wouldn't ever start him in daily, but he's fine. Um I just think this is a chance that we get to see the Jags really establish themselves on offense. Um, see, you know, hopefully another week of George Pickens and, and Deontay Johnson working together down the field. Um, and it'd be up against that Jags D, which has allowed the ninth most points per game. Uh, sorry, right in the middle of the points per game at 20.9 points per game. Um so I think I'm looking forward to this game. Um, I know the Jags are on a winning streak right now. Pittsburgh just won two in a row. And I just think there's a lot of potential for those receivers to break out. Travis Etienne to get some volume. Um, and hopefully both quarterbacks to really show out. So uh, I think this will be an offensive game. Um uh, more than a defensive game. It seems like both teams have better offenses than defenses. Uh, take that back. Pittsburgh doesn't, but I think they have the ability to just throw the ball towards George Pickens, and that works for them. Um, so that's game one. Um, honestly, there's a lot of good games this week, so I'm going to miss at least one here. Um but I'm kind of going towards a game that I think is it's it's going to be a duel. Um, it's it's the fight between the first pick overall and the second pick overall. It's Bryce Young versus C.J. Stroud. It's Houston versus Carolina. Um, looks like people are hammering the under at forty three and a half. Um. And a lot of people will have Houston minus three as their pick here. Uh, so Houston's definitely favored, but I think 
you know, we could see some good connection between C like it's obvious that CJ Stroud, uh, Nico Collins, Tank Dell, um, Damian Pierce, and to a lesser extent, Dallas Goddard should be able to feast this week against the Carolina defense. It's just more of a question of well, the Carolina offense, which has been stepping up in the past few weeks, um, coming off of a bye week, be able to, you know, show out against the Houston defense. Houston defense has been pretty good, honestly, better than you'd think. Um, but they are sort of like seventh worst in yards allowed per game. Um, although they are not letting up that many points per game. So I think this is a game where you could see Bryce Young, Adam Thielen connection go nuts. Uh, it is one of my QB stacks. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how the, the sort of battle between the first two picks plays out uh, this week. Um, so with that, we can then move into some of our value plays for the week. Um, I have a few guys here. Uh, nobody crazy special. Um, I guess we can cover our quarterback first. Um, so for quarterback, we have Bryce Young. He's going for 5,100 right now. Um, I would say only draft Bryce Young if you're also going to be drafting Adam Thielen. Uh, the combination of them is 11,700. Um, you know, it just seems like some good value there. You know, Adam Thielen's averaging 22.6 points per game. Bryce Young, uh, closer to 13. So, I mean, on average, they're putting up like 39 points together, which is pretty good. But Bryce Young alone, not as good. But I think this is kind of, as I mentioned before, uh, potential for him to step forward into the role that he wants to you know be in um against houston and i'm excited to see you know if he's able to get some offense going against them because they aren't really the best defense they just don't allow many points to be scored against them which is interesting um so that is my first value play of the week um our second value play of the week is going to be this is the time of the podcast where I talk about Elijah Moore. I do this every week. <laughs> no, normally not with DFS stuff, but you know, I'm just seeing a, a juicy 4100 um next to his name, and it feels like that's something I'm gonna have to hop on. He's definitely been utilized enough to justify drafting him at 4,100. Like, some of the guys that are next to him down there at 4,100 are, like, Tutu Atwell, Devin Singletary, Matt Breida, uh, Zach Charbonnet. I guess JSN isn't a bad pick. Jackson Smith and Jigba. No, Curtis Samuel's down there. That's very interesting. Curtis Samuel, another value play this week, 4,200. Um... But yeah, I don't know. There's not a ton of value around those numbers, and especially not a bunch of guaranteed volume. So I'd just be willing to say that the volume that you're going to get from Elijah Moore 
with his seven to nine targets per game is good. It's great. That's what you want. He's averaging like 37 yards a game, uh, eight fantasy points, nothing like beautiful or anything, but that's not what you're trying to get down there. So I think this is a guy that could really go off against Seattle. Um, I know that Seattle has been really good against opposing wide receiver ones, so that should shut down Amari Cooper. And um, the only issue is the quarterback issue in Cleveland, but I think there's been enough consistency in the volume of Elijah Moore to justify this pick no matter who the quarterback is. P.J. Walker's looked his way. Sean Watson's looked his way. Um you know, I think he's just going to get that volume. Um, So that is my value play at wide receiver. Um, I don't really do value plays at running back because they are just <laughs> expensive for the most part. But uh, I'll try to cover somebody here. And I guess we can just go with Damian Pierce. Um. As I said, I, I'm talking about this Houston-Carolina game a lot. I really like the potential outcomes. Um, I think it could be a high-scoring game. A lot of people are hammering the under. Um, I think at least Houston has the potential to score a lot of points. Carolina, we'll see. But, you know, coming off of the bye week, they've had two weeks to plan for this game. Uh, Bryce Young taking the steps in the right direction. I keep talking about this game. I love this game. I'm so excited. Um, Damian Pierce is... If if the Texans sort of pull away a little bit or just start getting down in the red zone a lot, I think Damian Pierce is a guy that could really benefit um, this week and potentially, you know, put up some good numbers um, against Carolina. They, Carolina's been really bad against, um, against the Rush. They're like the second worst team um, in, in fantasy points per game against the Rush. I think we just see a continuation of that this week. You know, Devin Singletary, might he steal some volume? Maybe. But I think they go back to Damian Pierce this week, and he really shows out. So looking forward to that. Um, Moving on. Uh, so we've covered a couple guys now. Um, I guess we can go to tight end. And at tight end, I have Dalton Kincaid uh, for all the same reasons that I expressed during the Dynasty episode. Um, Dalton Kincaid is now the tight end one in Buffalo. Uh, Dalton Kincaid is going to get the volume that Dawson Knox had when, before Dawson Knox went down. Um, and he's going for 3,200. Um, other tight ends around 3,200 are... Tyler Conklin, uh, I think his name's Tyler. Yeah, Tyler Conklin, uh, Tyler Higby, Logan Thomas, uh, Zacherts, John Johnson. Like, these are the fringe fringe guys. Um, these are the guys that aren't consistent week to week, um, don't have consistent volume week to week, and might not get you any points. Dalton Kincaid, on the other hand, this week, is 
going to get you points. I mean, he's he's grabbing all that volume that Dawson Knox left. Um, so I'm just excited to see him show out this week as well. Um, and then I guess if we want to cover it, this isn't much of a value play. But for defense, uh, I just have the Chiefs. Chiefs got Denver. Um, I think I have the Jets in two of my lineups as like a must start. You know, Jets at Giants. Jets are the best defense. The Giants are the worst. Um, but I think the Chiefs have equally good shot this week. Um, okay. I think that covers it for value plays. Um, I know we got a few good guys out there. Um, yeah, I'm going to throw in one more. And that is Rasheed Rice. Rasheed Rice stepped up a lot last week. He keeps impressing me. Um, he's... Every week's gotten better for him. He's like three, three receptions, four receptions, four receptions, five receptions, a touchdown. Uh, he's trending in the right direction. So, um, yeah, he's done that against tougher opponents. He had Last time they played Denver, he had four receptions for 72 yards. So, uh, and that was kind of his first real breakout game. So I would, I would look his way. Uh, if you need somebody in the 5,000 area that could provide you, you know, 10 to 20 points. Um, definitely a big fan of him. Um, okay, that covers all the value plays that we have. So then we can jump into starts and sits. Um, so usually I excel at the running back and, and wide receiver positions here. Um, so I'll just cover running back and wide receivers. Then I can cover quarterbacks in my sacks. Um, maybe a couple tight ends we'll go over. But starts of the week, uh, I have Austin Eckler going up against Chicago. Might have uh, Tyson Badgen, Tyson whatever his name is. Um, again, this week, um, you know, Eckler has... Been back for two weeks now. He's had 14 attempts in both those games. Um, and, you know, it was against Dallas and Kansas City. And he didn't really do that much with that opportunity. But I think this is the week where he really does actually do something. Um, and he had six targets two weeks ago and, and only two targets last week. But... I think they're still working him back. They're working him in. They're going against the Bears to get right game for him. Um, so I'm excited for Austin Eckler and the Chargers offense against the Bears this week. I think we see some good things. Um, one more guy that I'm a big fan of this week, um, sort of depending on the status of Dave Montgomery, is Jameer Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs is... Hopefully going to get a lot of the volume again uh, against the Raiders defense. Last week, he had 11 attempts, 68 yards, a touchdown, nine receptions for 58 yards on 10 targets. Um, really got him involved in the passing game against Baltimore, even though they were getting crushed. Yeah, technically the game script went that way, but um, I could see them 
getting Jameer Gibbs very involved versus Vegas this week. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that as well. Um, another start that I have is Christian Kirk. We've talked about this. I mean, last week I dropped the podcast right before the game started, but then the game started and I think I kind of ended the podcast and one of the notes that I have was like, is Calvin Ridley even the wide receiver one on his team? And last week it became pretty evident that he's not. Um, so I think until we see that switch, we have to buy Christian Kirk at his like 6,000 mark. He's 5,900 this week going up against Pittsburgh, who's been really bad against opposing receivers. Um, I'm just looking forward to it. I, I think we get some good volume out of Christian Kirk. Um, that's kind of all I got even for that. Um, we can jump over to here. I have Alvin Kamara as another like great start this week. Um, Alvin Kamara is going up against Indy, who's not been the best against opposing running backs. He's also he's coming off of a twelve reception game. Um, that's his second game. 12 receptions or higher this year. Um, so seems like he should get some good utilization. Um, yeah, I mean, in the passing game and then in the running game, Indiana defense isn't very strong. So definitely a big fan of Alvin Kamara this week. Um, we have Darren Waller. Darren Waller is kind of, I don't know. I like him. I did just take him out of a lineup for Dalton Kincaid. Because um, he has been iffy week to week. You know, he's he has like the same stat line as Sam Laporta. Uh, maybe with less touchdowns, but I don't know. It, it Darren Waller with Tyrod Taylor is incredible. Darren Waller without Tyrod Taylor is with Daniel Jones and Daniel Jones doesn't throw the ball that much, I feel like. So we'll see who's playing, but even so the Jets haven't been the best again. Like it's a kind of one weakness in defense is they haven't been the best against tight ends. So we might be able to sneak um, some production out of Darren Baller against that good Jets defense. Um, one more guy that I have that I've had a couple times this year already is Christian Kirk. Chris or er, Christian Watson, sorry. Um, Christian Watson coming off his worst game of the year against Denver. Honestly, the Packers really haven't played anyone. This is tough to watch. Um. But I think, yeah, a lot of the guys that go off for the Packers go off against Minnesota. So I just have a theory that um, either him or Aaron Jones is going to go nuts. So I'm going to work with that, and we'll see what happens. Um, Zay Flowers is a big start this week against Arizona. Um, I actually don't want to spoil it. Um, I think, you know, he's... 
He's been consistently good. He's been putting out numbers. Um, can we expect like 10 points from him? Like, yeah. Can we expect a blow-up game for 20? He hasn't done that yet. Um, but maybe this is the week. I mean, he's still a rookie, so we're just figuring it out week to week. Where, where are we going? Where are we looking? Um, so I think Zay Flowers is a good play this week. Uh, is he uh, – he's more of a tournament play or more of a double-up play than a tournament play. Um, a guy that can definitely get you the points, but will he get you to first place? Probably not. Um, okay. I think... Oh, and then, of course, we have to cover the Jets D. Jets D against the Giants. Um, kind of went over it all, but yeah, Dana Jones stinks. We'll see if he's starting. If he's not... Um, Tyrod is, and that's the backup. So, really no question about that being one of the best defenses of the week. Um, okay. I think that's everything that I have to cover for starts and sits. I, I don't really have any sits this week, to be honest. Um, I would say there's just a couple teams that I wouldn't really start anyone from. Um and that's going to be the Patriots. I'm questionable on on Falcons this week. Uh, I feel like the Titans usually have that dog in them when it comes to games like this. Um, it's it's at Tennessee, and I think the Titans are coming off of a two loss streak. So I would not start any Falcons. Titans, this is like their their moment to shine. Uh, I'm also kind of staying away from the Eagles-Commanders game just because I think a lot of those guys... I mean, the Commanders always show out against the Eagles, and I, I don't really know how to project that. So that's just another situation where I think the Commanders are going to slow down the Eagles offensively. And we'll see what that looks like. Um, okay. Now on to the stacks of the week. Um, we have three. Number one is CJ Stroud and Nico Collins. CJ Stroud and Nico Collins. Uh, it's an expensive stack. I mean, it's 68 or 11 thousand eight hundred um definitely a stack that i'm willing to invest in though both of them are averaging 18 to 19 points a game um and we've talked about this houston carolina game enough carolina's defense isn't very good i think cj stroud has a mission to prove that he should have been the first round pick maybe i don't know if he cares but um yeah i'd, I'd be willing to take a shot on that stack Next stack here is Lamar Jackson and Zay Flowers. Uh, this is an expensive stack. This is almost 14000 Um, But I think Lamar Jackson could very potentially have one of the best games of his, his year next year. He's coming off of one. Um, going up against that Arizona defense that's been bad against wide receivers and bad against quarterbacks. Just feels like a match made in heaven for Zay Flowers and Lamar Jackson. 
this week. Um, and then finally, I would like to cover Bryce Young and Adam Thielen. We already talked about them. So just seems like Adam Thielen is a monster this year. Uh, I'm ignoring his opposition ranks. Like, I don't care about the defenses that he's going into. It really matters more for Bryce Young about, about the opposing pass coverage uh, and and pass rush. But um, Bryce Young, proving Adam Thielen, consistent. I'm going to take a bite on it. Um, this is the cheapest stack of the week. So that's all I got. Um I tried to move through this quicker and in an organized way. Last way, last week I moved through it in a quick and unorganized way. The week before I moved through it slowly and organized. So we're getting there. We're figuring it out. Um, appreciate you for tuning in. Follow me on Twitter at datablitz underscore XYZ. Um, we can get updates when I drop videos. Um, stuff like that. Updates about the Madden series. And then... Uh, you know, subscribe, hit the like button if you're watching on YouTube, um, and try to keep up with the podcast. Appreciate you for listening.